Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. Well, you know, in this episode, I want to jump into something that's uh, very timely, which is over the last week since last recording, we've had three bank failures and a bit of a banking uh, concern. I don't know if I call it crisis, but we're going to get into that. So I want to go over sort of what happened, where are we now, and where are we headed in terms of how things might be unfolding and adjusting as a result of all that's uh, happened. So let's, let's get into uh, a little bit more detail what happened. So basically, um, if we look at the, at the calendar, on March 8th, Silvergate Capital announced a wind down of its operations and a voluntary liquidation of its bank. And um, many of its clients are in the crypto space. Many were having trouble. Um, and uh, they were able to, I believe, wind things down and repay depositors. On March 10th, Silicon Valley Bank was actually closed by authorities after an acceleration in deposit withdrawals, which forced the bank to sell assets at an unrealized loss, or realizing what were unrealized losses. Um, and, uh, and that put strain on them, basically, uh, regulators, the uh, authorities took, took the bank over and, um, and essentially, to give you some magnitude, the unrealized loss on the assets, uh, they had unrealized losses of $16 billion. And, um, you know, in normal course of business for a bank, if you don't have a run on deposits, you hold those uh, investments to security and that unrealized loss sort of slowly goes away over time. By the time things mature, you get your bond at par and everything's okay. But that early that early sale triggered by withdrawals is what uh, put pressure on the company. Anyway, then on March 12th, um, authorities also closed Signature Bank, and their their rationale was to, quote, prevent or prevent a, quote, systemic banking crisis, uh, again, after some depositor withdrawals accelerated. In, in addition, over the weekend anyway, uh, the FDIC, the Treasury, and the Fed met, and uh, officials from each of those uh, groups, and basically established facilities to help the rest of the banking system and to, to help avoid a full-blown banking crisis. Um, so, uh, for example, they announced what they called a systemic risk exception to make both the Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank depositors whole. Um, and basically, the, their rationale for doing that, and I'm going to quote, is to, quote, take, to, to be taking decisive actions to protect the U.S. economy by strengthening public confidence in our banking system, end quote. And, and so they did this to protect other banks as well, uh, also by adding an additional funding program from the Fed to, quote, help assure banks have the ability to meet the needs of all their depositors, end quote. So, you know, bottom line is we, we've seen a, a, a little bit of a rescue here from the federal government for uh, these two banks anyway, where they're going to guarantee the deposit, all the deposits, but also a lending facility where banks can go and borrow money uh, to sort of support liquidity. Um, and, uh, you know, the bottom line is that that helps a lot in the current environment. Um, I, I will also mention that um, outside the U.S., Credit Suisse actually, uh, there was some pressure there, exercised um, an option to raise 50 billion Swiss francs uh, from the uh, Swiss National Bank, uh, and, and that's obviously to s sort of support its liquidity. In any event, the markets have reacted. Now, when we look at the VIX, the VIX is the index that tracks 
um, equity volatility. And basically, it had been below 20, and 20 is sort of a number I think of as reasonably normal. And it jumped to tw- over, over 26, 26.6 last I looked. <clears throat> and, um, and then also the S&P 500, so think of it as the large cap core index, is down a little bit since the start of this, since the close on March 8th. Now, the, um, the KBW Regional Banking Index, though, is down over 10%. And so, um, you know, bottom line is that regional banks have really taken a hit, worries, right, about the banks, but also the expectation uh, with the federal uh, government getting a bit more involved is there going to be heightened and increased regulation, uh, which will be a, a little bit of a haircut to uh, equity returns. In any event, um, um, in this sort of risk-off trade, uh, ten, the 10-year Treasury fell. Uh, it, it had been on uh, the close of March 8th, 3.99, so essentially 4%. And in round numbers, it, it fell, it's fallen, it's moved around a bit, but last I looked, it was just above 3.5%. So not quite a full half percent drop, but that's pretty significant in interest rates. And that means that the, the bond uh, indices, the bond market, went up a little bit over that same period. Now, the other interesting data point through all this is is uh, the market trying to figure out when the heck the Fed's going to do. So before all this started, but just recently, and we've written on this a bit and talked about it uh, in these episodes, the Fed basically was expected to hike rates another one full 1%. Um, so uh, a half point at the meeting next week and then another half point in June and then basically stay flat for the balance of the year. And that's moved around a lot. But right now, that the market's kind of cut that hike in half, a quarter point uh, next week, and then another quarter point in June, but then, or in May, and then in June, uh, basically the the futures are now signaling that the Fed's actually going to cut rates a few times between then and the end of the year. And that's obviously anticipating kind of the stress of the environment and that the Fed will have to action to be act to be supportive. So um, anyway, that, that's sort of the market reaction. Of course, what this is mean looking forward, we've done a bit of work, uh, with, especially with our colleagues at KBW, um, and you're hearing the work that, good work that they've done. But the bottom line is that uh, there's a view that the sector in, in general is going to survive. There may be some pressures here or there. So everybody's doing a lot of work on individual names. But essentially, the government stepped in and supported uh, the banking sector and things should be okay from here. What that means to me is, you know, we now again have these uncertainties about where the Fed's going to go. We've talked a lot about uh, volatility in the first half of the year. This is certainly a a good example of that. And I think it'll take, uh, again, uh, through the balance of the first half of the year to really kind of have things settle down, that idea that we talked about in our outlook of finding balance. Now, with that said, when we get to that point, I, I do believe that things firm up and we we can, you know, take a breath a little bit and probably see markets move higher at that point. So anyway, that's what I wanted to cover this week. It's been a very hectic uh, period here. Everybody's working hard to figure out, you know, try to figure out what's going on. So thanks so much for listening uh, to this episode. And, you know, we'll catch you with an update on the next one. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.